Do, 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 do. Perfect. Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we celebrate and discuss our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and I'm joined by the regular gold boys. You've got Danny. What's up? Anthony. Hello. And the resident kid who likes the Game Boy Advance version of Donkey Kong Country, Zach. It's what I had growing up, guys. You had a bad childhood. I'm look. Remember, I'm 25. You guys you had are, a bad childhood. You, you guys, you guys are older than me, <gasps> and you grew up with the SNES, and 64s. I grew up on GameCube and Game Boy. All right, it it's advanced. okay. I'll join you, Zach. I had the Donkey Kong on the Game Boy Advance. My back hurts. Good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> and I'm if glad you, I'm not the only one. Feel like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> My back. So if you had actually played together, I remember you having the. Who was Diddy? The. Who is Diddy? Yeah, he had to switch off. Anyway, uh, switching back to the topic. We didn't even get to the topic, guys. We're here for a special Mario episode. It's a Mario movie starring Chris Pratt and a whole bunch of A-listers who we didn't think were actually going to sound great. Uh, But as you continue to listen, you'll find out they were pretty awesome. So uh, very surprised. Uh, Granted, Illumination's been around for uh, quite a few years now, uh, kind of cutting their teeth in a lot of the different a lot of the despicable me movies secret life of pets and uh it was very interesting that they got the green light to start the mario movie and at first we were you know a lot of us like you know we're just kind of really cautious at first but with a lot of really cool stuff happening in the background like there's a lot of uh direct partnership with the creator of mario which is a, a man named shigeru miyamoto He's kind of like a, a big wig at Nintendo nowadays. Uh, this guy was really involved in the whole process of the movie being made. and He created Mario. Yeah, he created all these characters. Just like that. And uh, getting coin comes down to that because this movie... You said it wrong. It's pretty awesome. Get coin? No. You have to sing just like that. And just, oh, like the Hercules? No, like the Mario song from the... From the TV show back in the day. Oh my god. Just like, like that. that. Oh my goodness. Just like that. This is okay. Yeah, this is a 90s memory lane. Uh, core memory unlocked. That show was bad. But it was also kind of goofy. Anyway, um, let's get right to it, guys. We got a Mario movie in 2023 that's actually really good. Let's get that out of the bat out of the way. Uh, very surprised. Right from the get-go, um, you know, you had that uh, that style of humor that's kind of like kind of referential uh, wordplay uh, and and fun little wit and witticisms. But the animation extremely clean. We kind of knew that from the the trailers, but as the movie had started, you know, we get the whole Bowser invading the the the, the ice pink uh, kingdom with the penguins. And again, it, on a big screen, it looks really great. Um, the humor still lands. It hits. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser is awesome, and. From there, it rolls right into what we see, like Mario and Luigi. So, um, and 
you know, there's just so many cool things that kind of coalesce into a surprisingly coherent and easy to watch movie and easy to listen to as well. Because we'll get into that in terms of like the score, the voice acting, a lot of good stuff. But uh, I'll throw it over to Danny. Uh, your initial impressions. I loved it. It was, uh, I think, kind of everything we all wanted to see in a Mario movie. Um, I mean, even though it was a pretty basic story, I mean, isn't Mario always a pretty you know straightforward who, story? Who, who, yes, who it plays, is. Who plays Mario for the story? <laughs> who plays Mario for the story? Yeah. I mean, my prin- that princess was in another castle, so... Um, I had to keep going to find out when the, the last castle was. Obviously, that's my story. But um, Why I am mean, I stomping on Koopas? What's my motivation? <laughs> Why um, am I shooting fire? Animation was top-notch and just had a blast in the movie theater. I mean, the theater that we went to, there was not like one kid. <laughs> it was full of adults. Yeah, we went to a later showing. Uh, uh, I think that On Wednesday. Like 9 o'clock. Yeah, so yeah. 9 p.m. Yeah, so night. all them kids would be in bed. So well, when, we, when we showed up to the theater, the kids were, were leaving because yeah. it was like right at nine o'clock. Um, but it was cool because I guess everyone that was in the movie um, appreciated Mario or played Mario growing up. So even like the littlest thing that would happen, everyone was clapping and like pretty excited. Laughing, so. cheering, everything. It was, All of, like, we'll get into it later, but a lot of really nice Easter eggs. A lot of people. Yeah. There were a lot of oh look at that. Oh man, look at that. Like, like you could hear people talking. Like oh, did you see? I'm that? pretty sure. Oh, in the background. I'm pretty sure a quarter of the movie the, is me going to Anthony and just like, dude, look at the punch out thing. Oh, look at, <laughs> look at. Uh, you see the you saw the R wing on his TV. Like there's like so many little Nintendo like deep cut Nintendo stuff going on. Like I'm pretty sure I saw like the track and field game as like a poster in the room. Yes, you did. Um, like if you played any Mario game, like there's something you've picked up on, which is pretty cool. Like you don't have to play all of them, but like the King you know. Bomb, like that uh, the the Big Boo. Uh, King yeah, it's King. Yeah, it's King Boo, right? Yeah, it's King Boo. Uh, in the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, all the, all the dry bones and like how dry bones are made, like that was pretty, I mean, like it was cool, like seeing the, and, and also like the, the shy guys, like it's perfect is how creepy the shy guys were. Um, but I think like the, like the whole, like the way the movie set up of just like, Hey, they're just, they're in our world, Brooklyn plumbers, um, <laughs> they're commercial, which makes sense when they have like the, like really over the top voice and like just to do it for the commercial. Um, that was really nice to, to, to establish that like, oh, the, the voice is like, it, it's sort of the act for that reason. And then that's why you have Chris Bratt's more like, uh, Italian American, uh, voice that he, you know, there's actually effort behind it, which is, I, Anthony, I spoke about this, that we really wish there was more just normal Mario dialogue, like in the trailers. Cause then people would have shut up. Yeah. Yeah. That was, was good. That was, was the really one good. complaint that everybody had in all the trailers that, oh, this movie looks great, but I don't like I don't like Chris Pratt's voice. He just sounds like Chris Pratt. It's just like, I don't know who who they hired or who, which house made those trailers, but the two or two and a half trailers that they did, each trailer had very specific lines where it just, it did kind of sound like Chris Pratt, but it wasn't how Mario sounds throughout the movie. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, I think I think Princess Peach had more dialogue in the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> and Bowser. And Bowser. Yeah, and Bowser yeah. too. And even Toad. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, yeah, I heard it. Especially the, when they're getting into the, the main, like, town square, the Mushroom Kingdom. He's like, hurry, hurry, his his, his brother is imminently about to die. He's like, wait, what? No, I'm just doing that again. Wait, like, and that is, it's, it took a lot to really hear 
Keegan-Michael Key's voice in Toad, which I think is a good thing. Like, he, it sounds a lot like what, you know, we imagine, or we've heard Toad in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, every, I think my, going back to what I hear and think of Toad in my brain is like Mario Kart 64. And all the noises he makes. Yeah, wah, 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 wah. Uh, That's a terrible impression, but, uh, and, uh, yeah. and he goes, <laughs> he's the boost. Anyway, um, yeah, like we got a lot in this movie. Um, I, I, at first, I was like, "Man, are we gonna we're gonna do a Mario Kart thing already?" Like, I don't know if that's taking too much, but I think it added to a cool set piece in the movie. Like, there's that the there's, we get from like an initial, we get the training montage sequence, which was cool because at first it's you subvert it and thinking like, "Oh, there's mechanical piranha plants." I remember people getting up in arms about that too. It's like, "Why are they replacing the piranha plants?" Like, it's the training course. Chill out. Uh, we did get Piranha Plants later on in the movie. Pretty cool. Um, it was, a, like, I just, like, everything put together, like, it was just really cool to see. And um, a big shout-out, I think, has to go to Brian Tyler for taking a lot of the original Koji Kondo themes, as well as stuff from other games, like uh, little bits of pieces from Donkey Kong Country and Mario Kart, and just putting them together and making these really engaging and exciting arrangements to into a really good movie score like i think it's one of those movie scores where i can listen to and just know where it's what, what each of the thing each of the source materials from and it sort of celebrates it it doesn't try to hide it it uh kind of understands the themes and it kind of it, it comes together to making this really f- nice kind of grandiose score and the whole point that was really cool um, which then I think, uh, like if we're talking about like main impressions in the movie, like I, it's, I think it's, it's really cool to see, like at first I was like, oh, I don't know if it's kind of eh that we're getting like, like Donkey Kong stuff, but like it was just enough. Like they didn't give us too much, but, um, you know, it was done well. Uh, surprisingly Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Uh, I settled into it after a while. He did do the Seth Rogen laugh. The laugh. <laughs> He did hit him like when he's like smacking him around like Smash Brothers style. He's he hits you with the <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how he does that. <laughs> <laughs> that was it was there. I was like ah, he did the thing, um, and uh, it was it's funny seeing that like I guess like the Kongs are all about the Mario Kart. So and then we it should be Kong the Kart. I don't know, but uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing. Makes sense now. Sort of. <laughs> sort of? <laughs> sort of? Um, Luigi. Like Charlie Day's Luigi was really cool. Um, I liked... I, it sounded good. Like It wasn't just like a caricature Charlie Day. Like There's effort behind it. Um, so yeah, like I think everybody... like Initially, we were all really like, uh, a little weary about having a lot of you know big A-list celebrities do the voices, but they put in work. Like They realized... You know, they came to play, and they knew that this was a big, mighty big shoes to fill, and they'll never listen to this. Maybe they will, but uh, collectively, thank you for putting in the work there, because it uh, it made for a really good movie. And then, and then, really big shoes to fill, we got Jack Black and Bowser, which, like, oh, yeah, stole the movie. Yeah, the MVP. <laughs> really the MVP. Like, remember, the, the trailer and everything's like, damn, my Bowser's gonna be menacing. And then they found a way to make him still just, like, kind of goofy because in the end, Bowser's motivations have always been kind of weird. <laughs> They're not not weird, but just kind of, like, simple and goofy. He's just like, I just want to marry her. She's great. 
but I'm gonna like destroy her entire kingdom first because that's the way to show it. I'm strong. Like it was, yeah. it was funny in this weird like. I don't think he gets it, but he, he he gets it, but no, he doesn't exactly get it kind of thing. It's like a basic explanation for a villain put into like a, you know. Like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like a kid. Um, and, the, a, and his, he sang his heart out. He sang his heart out. Uh, let's hope that uh, Peaches becomes an Oscar-nominated song. It will be. It will be amazing if he if he shows up to the Oscars. In a Bowser suit. In a Bowser suit with that beard that he's rocking right now. Playing that song, it would be hilarious. Just to get nominated so he could play it. Exactly. But for that reason, it, that's probably why they wouldn't nominate it. Because they just feel like it would probably, uh, what do you call it, D-class the Oscars somehow. No, that would class it up. I don't think so, but... Yeah, no. That's What's gonna, the word for that? I just, I just came up with D-class. I'm sure there's a word for that. It's a D-class. To cheapen... The cheapen the Oscars, sully the Oscars, nah, not at all. I think it would make sense. Um, we gotta like in terms of side characters. Again, we talked about Keegan Michael Key's Toad doing really awesome stuff, but uh, I thought it was really funny seeing uh, like Kamek as being like Bowser's like secondhand guy, um, and that was uh, like very famous and well-known voice actor Kevin Michael Richardson. Like, for a good while, I was like, man, he's really, like, afterwards, looking at the credits, like, really? Like, that, he's good. Like, he yeah. had to do a lot of, like, contortion and stuff in his voice to make it sound very much like this. I don't know. It was, it was Wait, fun. What? He's like an That's actual, Michael one of the few, like, what did I think actual was... voice actors that are in, that are in the movie. Yeah. I... Carrie Payton was the, uh, the guy the who penguin. plays Cyborg and uh, yeah. sometimes He was the penguin. The okay, king. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because when, when I saw that um, Kevin Michael Richardson was in the movie, I thought he was playing... That one toad. No. From... No, that's a different guy. Yeah, not the, the, not general, the general, cause, general cause, Yeah, because I, th- no. I thought that was... Because that, that voice sounded more like what he would sound like, but I didn't know that he played... Uh, what's the character's name again? Kamek? Kamek. Yes. Yeah. The wizard? Kamek yeah. the wizard. That's so... What? Yeah, that's, that's so mind, what? That's exactly. mind-blowing. Voice acting. That's so... What? Because he has such a deep voice. Yeah. And for him to... Well, that, that's crazy. Um, he 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 did great, he did a great job. Yeah, he did a great job. And speaking of, they what uh, I thought was really cool that they did was uh, they gave uh, the OG Charles Martinet some really cool cameos to voice. Like so, this opening pizza shop that after we see uh, the Mario Brothers commercial, there's an old guy playing a OG Jumpman, which is which is Mario's original name in Japan. And then that guy does the old voice of just like uh, of doing the like hey that's the kind of voice I'm going for and that guy is Charles Martinet. Also, uh, we see a bit of family life into the Mario Bros. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm thinking like if we ever got like extended Mario family, I think this is the first time we got like you know uh, uncles. His Did they mention any names? I don't remember. I think there was like a uncle. Like I don't remember exact the uncles' names exactly, but. Uncle I think Ma- they did. Uncle Mario. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uncle Mario. And then uh but then Charles Martinet also plays Mario's dad. So that was that was pretty oh, cool he, to he did his voice too. He, he yeah. voiced his dad too. I was like, damn, that's that's dope. Like, it's like almost like really great like coming in full circle and because yeah. Charles Martinet has done other voice stuff in, in the past. Like he was yeah. that the secondary villain in that Dragon Ball uh superhero movie that recently came out. Mm. He was the mob guy. 
So that I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool to see like him branching out, but like uh, the the production knew that like yeah, we got to put him in here because no man, he, that's he's part of the reason why Mario's such an indelible character now. I like that he, he that he did the uh, the Italian accent for that for the commercial uh, for the commercial. Yes, I mean, that was I think probably the, the best thing to. I still think that commercial's like low key extremely clever. Yeah, it's awesome. Like everything from like when they they have the wind up car to go well, even go to Queens and then like it like veers off and like no. Put it back, like, like, and that's part of and the then, commercial. Them using the capes, but they're on stools to make it seem like they're flying. Yeah, using the capes from Super Mario World. Like, there's so many little like callbacks and uh, reminders of like, oh, we're gonna put in little small game references, well, overt references, but also smaller references throughout the games. And the too. woman in her kitchen, just like reading the line, she's like, "Am I saying it right?" Yeah, she's just <laughs> like, "I only thing that's not draining is my, my bank, bank account." account? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, and even they even mentioned that like, oh, you don't think the over exaggerated voices uh, for this for this commercial yeah, is like it was too much. It's too much, and then like, the, that's yeah. when the guy playing Jumpman is like, no, it's not too much. Yeah, he's <laughs> great. Like, and it's like, oh, that's that's him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like, I liked the whole idea how they had to go through. Uh, all the whole construction to get to the to the main site. Like and it was like you were that playing was the just game. like World One One. Yeah. yeah, it was. Laid out just like the first yeah. level. Even uh, obviously awesome. the ending, but even the other parts where you jump, you had to bump yeah. into something, you had to kind of drag Luigi over to him and, and open get up to the, the cages. Yeah, and he's doing, and uh, even again, like throughout all the action sequences, Mario's doing a lot of the animations from the games. Like he did like the top tier butt stomp that, from Super Mario 64. He did also the jumping dive, he did some wall hops. Uh, he does the the running with the the arms out the yeah, anime right. run, as I like to call it. But like he, he you do that in sixty four and you have like the big run. Also in Super Mario World, like when you have the cape and you have to fly up. Like again, like uh, Illumination did their homework, and uh, I think because with the great product uh, partnership with Miyamoto and Nintendo, they probably had access to a lot of probably assets and art design, and so they were able to kind of take these callbacks and put them in together. Like I'm like, and then also that they they put that stuff into the story. Like the they did the Rainbow Road shortcut, like they just jumped over. <laughs> like we're glossing over some of the action sequences, but uh, like everything from like the first big action sequence was um, like you have like the, the the everything from Mario Brothers being plumbers and they had a plumbing job. That they that we you know after going through the whole World One One thing, they oh with the, they get the dog. fight with the dog. Dude, that dog had hate in his heart because that toy broke or that bone broke when the water first started to spew out of the bathroom and it filled up the shower just the face of the dog of like i'm coming after you <laughs> like he knows like, that he's just gonna float up a testament to the animation of that dog's like oh it's coming it's gonna happen and then like they finally drain it down i was like wait where'd he go he's just on top like ah but you know, like again, it's it's a really fun character building of just like, hey, they're just you know, uh, down on their luck, but they're really good at their job. Like they're good, they're legitimately good plumbers. We get Spike also, like that's uh, the wrecking crew, the the boss of the wrecking crew from the OG like arcade game. Uh, you and then just from there, like it's so many other like small character uh, cameos and uh, like. I think even the the mayor, I think the Brooklyn mayor was was Pauline, mm -hmm. which is from the, she's the the damsel in distress in the old Donkey Kong game. 
Like, he has to go and save her. Like, that's Palmine. Now, like, in Mario Odyssey, she's the mayor of New Donk City. Oh, so Pauline wasn't... Okay, I always thought she was an original character for Odyssey. Nope. Because I've never played that old Donkey Kong. I've never played Dude, any Donkey Kong game except for Another action sequence oh, after the... Back. Yeah. After the... It <laughs> <laughs> hurts. After the training montage with Peach, which was cool to see Peach kind of like... You know, like you have the, the whole like lock eyes from across the room thing. Just like, you know, like, princess! And he just gets like mollywopped by Peach. Um... It was cool to see that, like, you know, she legitimately cares for the toads, but that she, like, says, like, hey, you're another human. Maybe you can do some of the stuff I do. And you get a bare-bones explanation of power-ups, which made sense. I thought that was cool. And it's just, like, it, it was funny. Like, you get hit, you lose it. It's like, what constitutes a hit? If I just fall on my butt, do I lose it? Yeah. All right. That's it. Don't from fall a, on your from, butt. I think it has to be from a from far a enough height. Yeah. I think I, like I feel like it's, like, a if it's an unintentional hit. Like, if it, if it wasn't expected, like, then you, maybe you it counts it. See, as a hit. It's a mind uh, power-up connection. You get hit, and you lose the mind power oh, I'm getting. I'm thinking too much into it. The kids didn't think too much of it. That's why they all loved it. But uh, <laughs> from there, we go to, like, they, they go travel uh, from the... After the whole training montage with Mario and Peach, Toad tags along, which is great, because Toad's hilarious. They pass through, like, the desert level from Super Mario Land on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, some other... Like, uh, and they have a cool, like, whole sequence with, like, the fire flower and the, that, that whole, like, starry night. Then they get to where the, uh, like, the Kong. I think that desert level is from Odyssey. Also Odyssey, yeah. Because they had that, like, upside down pyramid in the background. So Mm -hmm. I think it's done from Odyssey. They just keep, they just keep pulling through. Cappy's not in there, but they just, they pulled from everywhere. Uh, you also have, uh. That's true. You know, we almost got Delfino. From no, not almost, but that'd be cool if they had like Delfino Plaza. From there was a sign somewhere in Brooklyn that said like it was like a kind of like a tours, oh, like an agency, okay. and it said like Islands Agency. It kind of had like the Isle Delfino oh, uh, logo on it. That's but, cool. but it was like very tucked in the corner. You have to like really Dang. look out for. Yeah, look for uh, Super Mario Sunshine references. Uh, but getting to my like what I thought visually was really awesome was the whole was the Kong Kingdom. Uh, you had the, what's this guy? You had like the butler show up, and he's just like, way too cool for school. Like that's the coolest valet of all time. It's just like, yeah, guys wearing a sports coat. That that bit was fun, and uh, and again, like visually, it was really cool. And so like it starts off. Uh, there's a lot of like the musical cues that we get, um, we've had throughout the everything, but then it kind of ties into like one of my the, the only really major gripe I have with the movie. Yep. At least is with I guess with the North American audiences is just too much licensed music. Like I know Anthony has and I have, I have the similar thoughts, but I'll let Anthony explain further. Like what we mean about too much licensed music. So uh, early on when we first meet them, when you were talking about how they kind of go through one uh, one, and then the, they go the down level, the. That yeah. whole scene, they're like gathering up their supplies, going to this house to do their job. They're driving, or they the car didn't start, so they had to walk to this house to get to their job. And so they're walking through Brooklyn, and then they start playing Beastie Boys. No sleep till Brooklyn. Out of, yeah, out of all the songs that they used, to me, I guess this one made the most sense. They were still on, I guess, Earth or the real world. And so, okay, you're playing a real world song in the real world. That's fine. And it had to do with them being in Brooklyn. But throughout the movie, there's a ton of other licensed songs, as if we're watching like Guardians of the Galaxy. 
um, where this during this scene where they first go to the jungle area, the Donkey Kong Island area, for no reason they just start playing Take, Take On Me, me. <laughs> while they're showing this beautiful landscape and kind of like a roller almost roller coaster ride while they're on on this car. Um, yeah, and then it's just it was very odd where I would have rathered like what like thirty seconds or a minute, however long that scene was, of just Donkey Kong music or that yeah the score Donkey Kong music in the Donkey Kong area there's a whole score like if you listen to the whole soundtrack uh, the, the, the soundtrack that's out like there's a whole section about that that you know they right. use for other markets and it's right. like why cut in take on me why did we do that so we we found out that there was score for those type of sections but for some reason the North American version of this movie got a bunch of music infused in it a lot of random 80s music and 80s rock um i mean i like all those songs separately normally i just didn't need them in this movie right to me to me and i think to probably all of us here it just it didn't seem to fit those moments in the movie hey we're thunderstruck while they're while they're building their their mario karts or motorcycles they had the mario but they started off with the actual mario kart music yeah, yeah. which is like, great it's like awesome. cool they have the, sounds cool. the mario kart menu of you like choosing the parts of your cart and they had it and then right afterwards they start building the cars and then thunderstruck <laughs> comes out of nowhere it's like what? you've been and like uh, it's like i like thunderstruck i've, I've been thunderstruck like, now and of course the We've now witnessed this a few times this year, but during the training, in the last couple months, it, yeah, just a couple just months, month. couple months, and even a few years was ago, was it the training montage? Where they yeah. played I Need a Hero. So of the course. training montage yeah. when when Mario meets Peach, and then and then Mario says, "Hey, I need help," and then Peach is like, "All right, well, uh, if we get, if we're gonna go to the Donkey Kong jungle area, you're you're gonna have to like." I guess you have to get used to to how you have to like be good at at doing this stuff. And so she has a whole training area, which is pretty much like a Mario level, but uh, without him getting seriously hurt. Mario maker. Yeah. It's like, it was a Mario maker. She has her own Mario maker level. So the whole time where she's telling him about all the power ups and this is how you can do it. She shows him how to do it. And then it's his turn. It's a whole like Rocky style montage sequence of him learning how to do it. Well, instead of there being a cool, couple minute score playing mario music playing it's uh i need a hero by holding out holding out for a hero yeah which has been used like at least five times within the past couple of months and it's kind of needs to stop it's getting kind of annoying where every everything is using this song again i like the song the song is great it just seems like uh, this song is being overused in a lot of properties i think danny just recently watched the the Tetris movie, yeah. and, it and they used it they twice, used it twice in two, two different, different languages. languages. One in Japanese and one in Russian. Yeah, and then we watched uh, Shazam. It was in the was one ago. of the beginning scenes in Shazam. And then the final fight scene too. No, I don't, so think, so. I don't think so. No, it was in the whole bridge sequence. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. which is the beginning of the movie. Um, and there's probably another one that I'm forgetting, but uh, yeah, it's at least five times this year that that song has surfaced and even last year wasn't it in bullet train i think there's a couple movies last year that had it i mean at least for me the most memorable one has been in trek 2 because it was actually oh awesome God. in that movie and that movie in general was awesome Be good oh man <laughs> but but yeah I, i'd say within the past couple of years there's been a lot it's of uses of that song but anyways yeah. Oh, yeah back to the subject is we just felt that there are a little bit too many 
moments in this movie that had licensed normal songs instead of just having Mario music, Nintendo music playing, which is ha- which is like one of the main reasons why, at least for me, I score this movie so high just for the music alone. The, and the crazy thing is, they uh, like those moments for me get get washed away when they bring back the original stuff. It's like, oh wait, like they did that. Okay, now we transition to something else, and the transitional yeah. music is usually something some Nintendo theme that's done and arranged really well. Exactly. Um, like the even the like the the whole Donkey Kong fight sequence, like the little things that just make it really better. It's like when Mario finally gets the upper hand and knocks out Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Right before he knocks out, you hear the like uh, game over music from the Donkey Kong game, like the do 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 do. Perfect. I was like, dude, that's so that's clever. Like perfect. Like so you know, like keep more of that. Like keep keep those nods coming. Yeah, all, all of, of those music cues were were, were great in this movie. I just, it's just so strange that they would put so many licensed songs. Yeah. But overall, it's still fun. Uh, I wanted to add because I, I had a I had a sneaky suspicion. So another Nintendo-related property mm-hmm. had used that song, and it was Detective Pikachu. Uh, they had because I, 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 I was right. just thinking yeah, about it. Right. We, we were talking about like okay, I know I Good feel job, like Pokemon Zach. had it. And I looked it up, and yeah, Pokemon Nintendo Nintendo Pikachu adjacent. has it. Yeah, as well as uh, so. Bullet Train was correct, and then like Loki, uh, Bullet Train, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy video game trailer, like a few things recently. But it's it's, remember, it's a little excessive. I remember, I think it was two years ago, maybe there was the episode of Loki came out. Yeah, when that season came out, it was the second episode, I believe, and then I think within the same week or maybe a couple weeks. They had a trailer for the Netflix um, He-Man animated show, and the trailer had that music mm-hmm. in it. So yes, it was like it within like a week, this this song appears in two different. Things. Overuse. Like, come on, guys! You guys gotta come it's up. Overuse. Come up with a different song to use. Hero yeah. by Nickelback. No, <laughs> only Spider-Man can use that. Only Spider-Man can use that. Um, but you know, like I think again with with the with the I mean, the look, highs and the lows and the music. Yeah. I think the Bonnie Tyler is banking on that song. Yeah, her she royalties are sure. two are winning right now. Just in the last five years alone. Like uh, I would rather hear Total Eclipse of the Heart. There you go. <laughs> Turn around every now and then. We talk about the action sequences in the movie now. Uh, the I liked a lot the way they would change the camera perspective to let it be kind of two D. Whenever they yes. did that, it was extremely clever. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, they did that at the end with DK and Mario. They did obviously in the oh, opening that scene sequence. Was so cool, man. Yeah, that scene There's was so, extremely like, cool. You can like dissect that scene, and so many things happen in that scene that are just like Easter eggs and cool things that happen at the same time. Like I like how they throw the shell, and at the same time the shell comes back around and smacks them because it happened to everybody when they played the game. You forgot the shell off camera, and it comes back and hits you. You lose your power. What's up. so cool is that. Donkey Kong jumps in the background and is fighting in the background and jumps back in the foreground just like he does in the newer games in Tropical Freeze and in yep. what was the previous one called? I forgot. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in in those games he would you would go back and forth between foreground and background and he did that in the movies like it was like a split yeah. little two second thing it's just like man these people, it looks cool but if yeah, you appreciate like, the detail that they like, knew yeah, what they were people, doing. Clearly, clearly, our fans or they did a lot of homework to, to just add yeah, little things. There was like that. Pla- yeah, this whole the movie had platforming action. Like that's awesome. Like imagine he being did- do that and they're able to do it really well. And you know, animation as a medium, Del Toro said it 
himself. It's like not, the animation doesn't have necessarily be something for kids. It's a way to tell a story and shifting all these perspectives, showing all this fun animation that's from games and being able to bring it in a sort of in this storytelling mode uh, worked perfectly. Yeah. Like Mario was the Mario Kart sequence as well. I was like, man, I don't know that's gonna turn out, but like everything from when his cart blew up to then he was sort of on the road and jump hopping from one thing to the other, throwing a shell back. Like that was all, like it was done really well. It was easy to follow. It wasn't confusing. Um, and you know, and this is all happening again on Rainbow Road, where it's just it's dazzled. All it's supposed to be all of stuff all up in your face, but the action again. We talk about action and being able to frame this stuff together. It's easy to follow, but it's still dynamic. It was really really well done. Um, speaking of dynamic, uh, like with different things like colors, uh, the Luigi chase sequence I thought was really cool. Too. That was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It was creepy. Yeah. For a kid's movie, it was pretty creepy. So many, so many. And, and I immediately got the Luigi's Mansion vibes going on because the flashlight kept going out. And he does the Mario. Like, like Charlie Day must <laughs> have played Luigi's Mansion. With the flashlight and everything. Uh, I'm pretty, like... It, like it was... Uh, and then we're going into like an old castle where you said like the old flag post and... Um, you can hear a bit of the castle theme, I think. Like, at first, I was like, oh, are they going to use the Boo theme, the Boo Castle theme, or like the Haunted House theme from Super Mario World? But no, they use the, uh, a little bit of the, the castle themes from those games. Uh, everything from like, yeah, like the dry bones being extremely creepy, and then just him getting jumped by Shy Guys was perfect. Because Shy Guys always freaked me out. I was yep. playing Mario 2. I was like, dude, what is that? They just have faces and they're called Shy Guys? They're not shy at all. Like, they're going to, like, beat you up. They only appeared when the, the lightning. lightning struck and, and then it flashed and you saw them behind them. It's like, <laughs> so weird. Got you. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, all the henchmen, like the flying Koopas. You had the... the you had the Koopa Paratroopas, the, the, and whatever those guys are. Whatever those, the Bob says, like, whatever those guys are, I'm like, oh, I don't have a name. I was like, they do have names. Like Spine, spiny, 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 I think they're spinies. Lakitu is who throws them. Yeah, like he, I'm surprised Lakitu wasn't in the movie. I'm surprised he wasn't in the at least the Mario Kart. Yeah, I part. thought he would pick somebody <laughs> up fell off the, who would fall off the, the exactly. road. See, that would have been pretty clever. That would have been really funny. Yeah, like whatever those guys are, I was like, yeah, they're uh, they're they're spinies. Uh, and then uh, I forgot what world they were in, and like Toad was just like super mean to the caterpillars for no reason. Like, those are the caterpillars, I think, from Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, they were still in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, when they were still in the... Yeah, they were walking when around. When first found Mario. Yeah, he's like, yeah. the mushrooms! He's like, ah! It's like, why? Like, making noise like that. Like, that was just like, he's just being a complete, like... Like, he's so cavalier. Like, you know, like, oh, Captain Toad's running around. I was like, he's also messing up wildlife? Like, That's the yeah. noise he makes when you just, pick ah. him. <laughs> um, but I think at the, a great point, like, it's a, a great way to, like, call out so many of the Easter eggs that came through. Like, even just from the opening sequence, like, after, when they were watching their commercial, they're watching it in a... a there was a duck, sh- a duck hunt reference. There absolutely was. There was oh, a there poster. Was it was, a, it yeah, was a, like a restaurant. A, a, restaurant was a French restaurant. French that, restaurant yeah. that had the it, duck hunt duck. Yeah. Um, the pizzeria, the pizza shop that they were in was themed after Punch-Out, like, 100%. You had, like, Glass Joe. It's called Punch-Out Pizza. Yeah, yep. Punch-Out Pizzeria. You had, like, uh, I think Soda Popinski there, too. I'm just kind of, you know, they didn't have Mr. Dream there winking, but... I think Little... Was Doc or Little Mac in there, too? I, I think pictures? so. I yeah. think it was, like, the picture that they would show, like, when Little Mac's, like, on the sideline and Doc is talking to him. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that was really Tell cool to seeing all that. They had the baby Mario and baby Luigi. Oh, dude! The flashback the was flashback. so cool. That was, that so was cute. really good. I remember like like a, a good chunk of the audience be like, "Oh, They're like yeah!" Oh, like they characters. they found a way to do that. It's like, "Oh, together nothing will ever happen." I was like, "Yeah, that's it's, it's a great like kind of 
a great cementing of their bond of brotherhood. And then, you know, a great way to also animate baby Mario and, uh, and you know, baby Luigi. And they had a baby Peach. Yeah, baby Peach baby was in Peach. there too when she kind of came through the tunnel. They, uh, that, was that like the first time they've kind of like had a origin story for her? Because they've never explained it a, who Peach is. And it's a small I mean, illusion to open it up maybe for something future. Because yeah. 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 they're kind of alluding to maybe she's also from Brooklyn or from... From Earth, from the Earth, real from world, Earth. and she yeah. just found from the Earth, pipe. From, from she the, found the pipe, and then and then has been stuck there. Her parents yeah. must be the 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 toads adopted her, and terrifying. she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna protect you guys as the princess. That's cool." And uh, I what was okay then when they got through after I think uh, finding their way down like the because they went through the whole world one one thing to get to the house the house job was a botch mm-hmm. and then they saw brooklyn get, was getting flooded mm-hmm. and then that's when mayor pauline's like oh the streets are really flooded so mario they go down the the sewer to figure out where the mass where it is to try to un, to fix the issue and they and it goes through the whole world one two music uh and you see like level one two in the background like as it's just labeled Little, oh, yeah, yeah like that little yeah. label there, like little small things like that, and they, they just kept going and going, like the, the mm-hmm. toad mm-hmm. shop, mm-hmm. and the music started playing, uh, and even the p- it has like a little piano t- uh, time chime on it, uh, going into the way they made the tunnels work was really cool too. Uh, there was even a, a, on the report where they showed Pauline. I think it's there was some mention of like, oh, there's like crabs all over the sewers, like mm-hmm. alluding to the original, the Mario original game. Mario game yeah. where you had to jump over, yeah. The old it's an old arcade game that like you can play as Mario and Luigi and you just basically had to stomp on these crabs. It's too old, too old for them. No man, it's it's a <laughs> it's a level in Smash Bros. They have I know. to know, like they have to know. Um, what and then going into the the Mushroom Kingdom, you had the what was the shop had like a whole the little like oh, it was a shop. retro it was retro a retro shop, shop too yeah also but the, but i guess the, the toe shop you're talking about was a different one yeah that's when they're in the mushroom kingdom it had a, like fun little reference i think it had a hammer and stuff in there and there's yeah yeah like apparently a, like a, a ton of references in that in yeah it was like a in, shop, in the little like a shop six, below there's a hammer there's an axe there are like stuff. posters of like different type of maps of different oh games. can we can we talk about how mario was playing kid icarus yeah Oh yeah, that was that was also on, cool. On an NES, on an Kid NES, playing Kid Icarus on top of his TV is a like a, a Nintendo um, R wing from Star Fox and the Star Fox sixty four. Um, he had posters from all these different games, a lot of the different like a games, lot of like, sports games, like track there, and field. F zero one, they had an F zero. Damn, I missed there that one. F zero one, wow. That see, Nintendo acknowledges that F zero exists. Exactly. Captain Falcon confirmed. Captain Falcon confirmed. Half Life Three confirmed. Dude, I, I think I think a, a an F Zero like GX movie would be pretty cool. Yeah, you maybe a short movie though. Yeah, <laughs> and then Captain Falcon needs to get out and hit someone with a knee. He'll just <laughs> he'll get out and be like, "Man, this game's too hard," and that'll be the end. That game is <laughs> that very game hard. is not easy. Even the the and Super NES one. But uh, we digress. There's a lot of small little Easter eggs. Uh, again, we talked about the Italian guy in the pizza shop playing the Jumpman arcade game. Uh, Donkey Kong uh, throwing barrels like it was in uh, the, the original, original Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong game. Uh, I've played that one before. I know Crank. Uh, no. Well, we had Funky Kong in the the in the montage when the the Kong army's riding out. Uh, you had obvious. You had D- Diddy Kong cheering like DK. He's still doing the <laughs> DK rap. Like Diddy Dixie and the other one and Baby Kong. Baby Kong right? So the cool thing is, while well, there's still he's still there like cheering him on and singing along like the DK rap, and like yeah, it's weird that we got Seth Rogen doing the DK rap 
chorus in a movie. <laughs> but here we are. It's 2023. I, that still blew my mind. That he's just out there. DK Donkey Kong. That, if you ever get a chance, listen to that whole rap. It's it's something. It's definitely something. They incorporated Smash Brothers moves. That was the best. DK hit him with the, the side, side smash. smash. The clapper. Nice. Yep. He got him with the <laughs> aerial kick. Um, even in the that in, fight sequence the was pretty good. No, it was like the four. It was like a forward kick. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah like yeah. a drop kick almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Like a drop. Kick. He's hitting. He's hitting them with the stuff. Uh, and in that scene where they're both going through the course at the end. Yeah. Um, when he comes from the background to the foreground, he does a forward air. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, and like smacks a Goomba while Mario's doing moves from his games, like the slide, the the dive, yeah. and then he does like the the, the triple jump. And then the run one, mm-hmm. to run three and running through. Uh, he gets the, the tanuki suit and he's like, the raccoon suit. It's the tanuki suit, but whatever. I think it's it's now like Amer- for America, well, the, cat, the raccoon d- suit. Well, no, he also got the cat suit, which is cat suit from New Super Donkey Mario Kong Brothers 3D, 3D World. 3D World. Yeah. World. Yeah. That suit is broken. Like he got like, that's like star levels of like, yeah. Broke. It's like not broken, but it's just really strong to get you through certain levels. Like you just kind of need yeah. the your cat suit well, to let you climb. I was actually it. playing it. Was the last night? Because I told you guys before we recorded like, about the Wii U. It came with that game, and I played oh, a little nice. bit. Heard. No, I'm kidding. Nice. And uh, and uh, the cat suit is. Uh, I mean, it could be useful for climbing up high parts, but I mean, it, it's a it's a little like gimmick, like like the Tanuki or anything else. Yeah, or like the they got him with the the tiny mushroom. Like it's funny because oh. <laughs> everybody watching the movie when. Uh, Mario the gets the tiny. Yeah, the whole audience knows that that was cool. The whole audience is like, "No, not Mario, the not one. the blue, not the tiny blue one." And then it was just like, and then he got it. He's like, "It's just super tiny." He's like, mm, "Yep, he got him." Uh, we got the ice, uh, the ice power up that Peach had. Uh, DK got the flame one, which is that pretty cool. dope. Like I've never seen DK. Yeah, he, he looked cool with the, like the white, uh, the white tips, like the white frosted <laughs> yeah. tips. That's just the 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 car- the, the white skinned uh, Donkey Kong from Smash Brothers. No, it's uh it, yeah like everything and even like him flying through bringing the giant bullet bill uh through and just blowing that up. That whole that that fun chase was cool. Well, that's also uh how, when he right when he stops the bullet bill from hitting the castle and it does like the it like tips the flag on the castle. <laughs> that's exactly from melee from. The princess teaches oh, castles, right? Yeah, level for melee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every like what minute or two, the bullet bill comes, comes and, and ex- does a huge explosion it. in the level. So. That, too they, many. They too did many their extras. homework. Oh, and then we get to the whole the the, the floating dungeon in Bowser's castle, oh, which is the... freaking hilarious. And we got a, a, a Luma from Mario Galaxy that um, is really nihilistic. <laughs> and just, I love just, it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so dark. It's great. So dark yet so happy. It's just, it's, <laughs> More food for the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> the only release will be the release, the sweet release of death. That was a, a weird. More meat, a, a, more meat for the grinder. More meat for the grinder. Like it was such a funny tonal shift that I think it, it worked. It helped. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, worked. it worked to the point where it's so ludicrous. Like where is where did this come from? Who hurt you? Like there's so many questions, um, and. Uh, I'll, yeah, like this is a lot of like they incorporated Peach's floating dress in the the whole course as well. Um, you know Bowser uh, doing the final fight in Brooklyn, I thought was really cool too because then they got they used the superstar, and uh, and the whole so the whole cool. audience knew is like once they got the superstar, they so they, they it was completely over. Yeah, completely invincible. Um, 
It was, uh, it, it was, and it was, it was like well earned because it was like, oh, what's the whole point of playing the superstar? It's this, and it also, you know, like showed that the Mario Brothers really were super in the end. Well, I, I always found real quick because I, I was just thinking about it now that um, in the games you have the the Star Man that gives you the power, but then you have like the the power stars that you collect as like for whatever the, for your doors for, for the story, yeah. like for the story, right? Yeah. So was this like one and the same in this case, or I don't know? They just called I mean, it, they what call it, it the superstar. They call it the superstar. So that's, that's all it is. Uh, if we know that there needs to be collecting stars, because he did Bowser technically did go to another world to collect the superstar. Yeah. So that's where Zach comes into that. Yeah, we're getting yeah. real nerdy with this one. But then, then they use it as a as a star man power up. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, it's a star. Yeah. So. And then, but then now it's gone. They so also it made it sound star. like it was rare. So I don't know. How many, How many are more they're gonna they're gonna have in yeah, possible I mean, future movies? Yeah, when you play the games now, you can get like a hundred plus, two hundred plus of those power stars. Or if in Odyssey's case, you get like a thousand moons. But moon shards, moon shards, my boy, moon shards. Uh, then we towards the end there after they beat. Uh, there's so many others everyone. I think we missed. Like you or I might the... be missing. Anthony, I think caught caught more than I did. But there's so many little like callbacks. Uh, even like within like the the Kong stuff, like you have, I think like Funky's hut somewhere. You have well the the so the hut where after Mario beats DK, first of all the DK course like where they fought had a bunch of like the red scaffolding that kind of looked like the, the OK OG Kong game. Kong, yep. Um, but after he beat DK, then Cranky's like, all right, come over here. And then when they do like their whole plan, that whole hut is the hut in like the beginning of Donkey Kong Donkey Country. Country. With the same like rocking chair outside, and then when they go inside, when he's like, "Oh, I have a shortcut," the shortcut is the Rainbow Road, but he's looking at a map and it looks like the Mario World map. And inside, there's the the hammock, and Donkey Kong's like on the hammock eating bananas. Eating so it's like banana. all that is like just from like the one images that you'll see from the games. Like they just took that from the games. It was really cool. Yeah, and as they're they're traveling too, you did have like the the jumping fish, and you had the 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 squid the squids yes. the squids going through in the water oh like, the eel the eel's another thing yeah the, the, those are always creepy when you go when you're eel, in, in yeah. underwater underwater levels giant eels that come out of nowhere Just, yeah um i was waiting for the so there's a random you know maybe it's good because hopefully you get another movie if they go to any other lava place they might get that one monster from super mario world it's literally called the blarg it's just called blarg and it just comes out just like you see a little dot and it goes Bleh. But apparently Yoshi can eat it. Because oh, Yoshi's awesome. Because Yoshi's ridiculous. Uh, so they might they might put it if they do another one. Since yeah, they'll put in a lot. Yeah, there's a whole lot more they can use. Like they had a couple of the other enemies. Like there were actual real piranha plants. There obviously a whole bunch of Goombas. Like even Bowser like called out a lot of the like people in his army and the different creatures. So hopefully we get more. I want to get those football guys. In the one scene where where I guess after he gets the star. When they're rocking out, it's like a concert, like in his palace or whatever. Oh yeah, that scene kind of swoops through his palace, and everyone's it's like a rocking mosh pit out. in there. <laughs> in that scene, you see the most uh, a variety of like his Characters. his goonies of the different Koopas, Paratroopas, Goombas. Like there's a whole assortment. The Hammer Bros are in there. Yep. Um, you got random bombs walking around. Uh, there's way more. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that's yeah. There was a bomb that was like freaking out, and it got lit up, and then went through and blew up. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know fun. at first because I've never played this portion of the game, but the 3D World version of the game on the Switch, 
added that Bowser's Fury thing on it. Yes, exactly. So the music that was playing in that section was Bowser's Fury music. So that's why, like, when he's talking, then he, for like a split second, they show Bowser like head banging to the music. <laughs> God, Bowser's ridiculous. Bowser is like the perfect level of ridiculous. <laughs> he just even doing like, <laughs> and it worked. And again, really well animated. Uh, we also got a and knowing is Jack Black like Jack, just made yeah. it. Jack is so good. Jack Black's too good. He oh, and the he, other the other scene where he's playing the piano for the second time. Uh, the first Kamek, credit scene. Well, Kamek comes and interrupts him. Oh no, that one. Sorry. Yeah. And, and then he's like, "Come and play with me," and they start playing the <laughs> the underground level music again. Yeah, oh, uh, right. yeah, that really was cool. good. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of do that fun. And, and, and the he does a ding ding. Mm-hmm. And, and the piano is <laughs> it says Ludwig von Ludwig von Koopa, which is that's maybe one of his sons. Yeah, hopefully they'll show them in the future. Oh, that, that's Koopa the kids. one with like the like the mohawk kind of. Yeah. Hair, right? No, no, he has like the big blue he, hair. Oh, big, he blue, looks like yeah, like yeah. Beethoven hair. Yeah. Is, is what what games has he been in? Right? Like Mario been, World. Like, was it Mario World? Not Galaxy Two or Odyssey or anything like that? No, it's Super Mario World. World was. I think the he's first game Smash they were Brothers. in. Yeah, and in Smash oh, Brothers, yeah, when, you pick, when, you, pick when you pick Bowser, Bowser Jr., Jr., you can pick the different skins, and it's all the different uh, Koopa Kid skins. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, there's one... That you might be thinking of Lemmy. There's like oh, Lemmy, maybe. Larry... There's a, there's a bunch yeah, of Iggy, I'm, I'm going to be confused. Larry, uh... What was it? Uh, Morton and Roy. Wait, isn't Ludwig a Mario Kart character, too? Isn't he a Mario Kart? He might be a Mario Kart. He but might at be, this point, yeah. Mario Kart has so many characters. I don't even. Yeah, him. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like it's a, uh, it's the silly, and so hope, and we saw a lot of the little like the the little pods that like Bowser Junior normally is in, or like Bowser's in at the end of Super Mario. Yes, they they had that too. Yeah, a Dude, couple they, couple enemies were flying on the little yeah the clown balloon. We we could have had a whole like episode on just the, the oh, Easter eggs. Like the music in that section. The music section is really good. Like it's just like everything about the movie like. Like, all the good details about that really made, like, for someone like me growing up, like, it was perfect for all ages on that. Like, um, and I, hopefully in the future, with possible sequel ideas, you know, we got that final credit sting of uh, the Yoshi egg in Brooklyn. Everyone was clapping when that came. I was like, yeah! Yeah, like, it was cool, but then at the same time, it's like, we also, but we saw Yoshi's We saw earlier. Yoshi's in the wedding. Not Yoshi, really. yeah, Yoshi, Yoshi, but we even saw a Yoshi egg different earlier at the wedding, because I think that was the same egg that... Somebody had gifted them at the wedding. Oh, oh. makes sense. Good call. Okay. I was wondering how it got there, and then I mean, the, half yeah. of the like, a lot of that came stuff out got of the, came yeah. out of the came out of the pipe. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, like we might get, uh, you know, if we need more and more like enemies or antagonists for the the Mario Brothers, maybe in some way, shape, or form, we somehow get Wario and Waluigi. Uh, you know. See? We'll see. Like, hopefully, there's spinoff movies, dude. I, I personally, like, I grew up playing Super Mario World and uh, Donkey Kong Country one and two. So if they bring in a whole like Donkey Kong Country like spinoff, and you're able to get the enemies of that and have those callouts and make like some type of fun or indelible story for like Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome. K rule, King K rule. You get you, all I need is in a in a movie. To, to just have like them jump on these guys and creepy minds and a oh, mic car chase and oh, like this is the, crem, the that, kremlins those are the kremlings, kremlings right kremlings, kremlings. Yeah. and uh, i want to get i want the movie to end and there be fake credits just like in donkey kong country like when you beat you pretend beat the boss there's like fake credits show up and you're like this, oh, wait, what? It's not over yet. and it's like nope he gets back up and like fight uh so we need more of that and then also giant bees 
Like that'd be cool. Like you know, oh, like the giant like bees, yeah, the giant wasps. wasps. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like bees, bees. Yeah, probably more so wasps. But again, there's there's so many ideas. I think they can go with this. And um, thankfully, the movie is made already a truckload of money worldwide. It's like three hundred and forty-three million. So so far worldwide, it's made three hundred and seventy-seven. I million. stand. I sit corrected. And that's wow. five the five day the the. Whole Easter weekend. Nice. That's five days. So from Tuesday or from when? From Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday to Sunday. Wednesday to Sunday. Well, yeah, because Tuesday was a midnight, so technically Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And domestically, it made two hundred and four million. Damn. For the five day. For the five, for the days, five days. And it made like one sixty something for, for the, the weekend. Just the weekend. Yeah. yeah, just like the weekend, not Wednesday. It's Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It's great. The movie. So is far, good. it's the highest uh, grossing movie of. Uh, yeah. The movie's gonna have uh, legs, Sorry, or in so this case, a cape. Highest opening of uh, a, a video game a movie. A flying cape. Yeah. No, it's the highest opening of any animated movie ever. It's not. No? no. Are we adjusting? It, for, it is for, for the five day. Okay, but for, for the weekend, for the weekend, uh, Incredibles 2 is still the number one. Damn. Damn. Good. Wow. Incredibles 2 got like 180 something million for three day. 183. Damn, Jakino. And if you the count. Jakino factor. If you count. The Lion King remake as an animated movie, then that is the number two. But if you don't count it, then Mario's number two. So, uh, speaking of beat number Frozen, th- yeah. beat Frozen two, it beat Frozen two, which is yeah. big, because uh, Bowser was frozen in that one scene. And in his for wedding. sure, it's gonna keep making all the monies. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Universal, yeah. Sorry, like uh, MV uh, Universal Pictures slash I guess parent company Comcast. They are. Really happy for this because you know here in the states they're now uh, establishing the Super Mario lands in the theme parks, True. which are now just gonna super blow up because of all these movies that they're, sure. they're gonna now make, and that's just indelible IP property that will get people to these parks in in at insane numbers. I think. Yeah, I'm so glad because I think it also finally shows Nintendo that like you guys have some of the most popular IP in the world. And you guys can make a lot of money mm-hmm. off of it. And like we is, all want to see these. Yeah, people want to see it. Like Mario is one of the most well-known characters, characters in the world. He, I think he is the most recognizable. Character it's like it's probably like Mickey ever. Mouse. I think Mickey Mouse. Maybe is like too. Superman. Maybe like Superman, like the symbol, the Superman symbol. Pikachu and Mario, like those are like top five, top four, um, or just most recognizable characters. So. It's not surprising that this movie made a lot of money. All the people complaining about the story, it's like, it doesn't need what? a story. It was, like, it was perfect. Like th- the, There's a reason why it has, what, like a 97% audience 96 rating? 96% audience. Like, uh, audience want to see a movie that looks like the video games, and this, that's what they made. They made a game, uh, a movie that looks and feels very similar to the games, and so... Yeah, they, they understood the excitement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 96 audience with over 10,000 uh, verified ratings. That's over... Ten, it's over 9,000. Yeah, definitely over 9. <laughs> and then... And then uh, the critic the, score is like, what, 55 or something? 57. Yeah. Whatever. But who cares? People like who cares? <laughs> At that point, who cares? This is one of these where you go and you have fun. Like, yeah, yeah like it's... Go home and watch a better story. Yeah. <laughs> Go home and play a better story. Like, just like Zach did. Um, play play Super Mario watching, uh, Galaxy if you want a better story. After watching, I think Actually, we all no, just wanted so. to play Mario. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to replay Super Mario World. Like, like, or Galaxy. 
right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like the end credits. They use the galaxy theme. Anthony, oh are like, whoa, so that's cool. The, just, just the end credits alone is a great makes this movie like a <laughs> like, like a nine, like a like a an eight, and then everything else is just like increments Wait, after which, that eight. Which the the the, the no the music oh. that they at the very end for oh, the, the credits. Yeah. So yeah. the end credits is a medley of all yeah. the Mario it's themes, like and it's Mario awesome. Themes. Like it's it, it was it was the perfect like music you'd want for an end credits because it's like you're celebrating wow the movie is over like everything and it's over. everything kind of putting together and just a good celebration of mario as a thing it was that was that was awesome they very played, validating yeah they had gusty guardian i was like oh these people they know what's up yep they yeah brian tyler knew the assignment they just need to let him shine more and not put take Plus, on me pun intended <laughs> they need to super yeah the shiny the super to, to, to be the superstar of the of the movie. But so, shout-outs again. I don't know if we mentioned Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Oh, yeah, she was good. But she yeah, was really she good. was good as well. Damn, it's my fault. Yeah, we, we went through the cast and just... Probably, yeah. I would say, the only one that was like... Not that he was bad, but it was kind of like a weird choice was maybe Cranky Kong. It, not maybe. Definitely was Cranky, Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong, yeah. It was like... Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. It, I didn't... Yeah, Fred Armisen's great. I, He's awesome, but I didn't like, understand what they were going with Cranky Kong. Like, he's supposed to be like a curmudgeon-y, yeah, like... like an old fart. Like... And then he Yeah, just, he should just be like a normal old fart. Like, he should be like a... You guys ever watch uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog? Mm-hmm. He yeah. needs to be like like Eustace. like Eustace, where <laughs> he's just kind of like 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 just really grumpy, like just like like I'm just shut up, like whippersnappers. Yeah, and he even calls Donkey Kong in the game like well, he thinks he says whippersnappers. Yeah, he's but like, like the thing is, way. it's like Donkey Kong is his son. It's not like a grandson. not grandson. So it's like he's not really that old then, even though he has you know a white beard and all that. He's he's the king of this kingdom, and he's he sounds like he's like forty years old. Like he doesn't sound like an old yeah man. he's not as cranky as he could be like he needs to sound like almost like harrison ford cranky like when he uh, lately he's been playing these roles where he, he comes off a little more gruff and cranky mm-hmm. like mm, muffin stupid you kid like uh, star wars yeah bananas stole bananas bowser yeah i don't know like but obviously be more coherent but um we also missed um i kind of wish they had again like this me being the fanboy of Tony Kong stuff but yeah um I'll, uh, beyond that i think the movie was was awesome like i would uh, like looking back on it like the only knock being the licensed music i give it a solid 8.5 yeah i give it a solid 8.5 because every like everything else like it would have been a, it would have been a, a like a hard 9 but the licensed music takes it down for me Zach, what do you think? Um, well, b- before I, I, I even give my score, I mean, it's, oh, it's, here a, it's go. still a good score. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. It, it's like almost as high as Xavier's. That Top Gun 5. My, oh. Like, I have I have a couple of gripes. Um, like, one being the licensed music, but, we, I mean, we've talked about that, that mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, or we had a good, like, couple minutes where we discussed it. Like 12. No kidding. But yeah. Uh, but also, like, I, I do understand that this is a movie... Uh, geared towards kids between the ages of like eight and twelve. Um, that's illumination so, specialty. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like 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 the movie. You know, it was a short movie. It was like an hour and a half, uh, and the story was a little rushed. I feel like they, they could have expanded on a few things or or uh, have more exposition in certain scenes where they just kind of like like uh, jump straight to like like certain parts 
or into like certain uh, plot points without there being like like more build up to it or more character development for for some characters. I thought the movie was was really great. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of great moments, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, eight out of ten is going to be my my rating. A hard eight. Yeah, a hard eight. A hard hard eight. It's 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 the the rush story that's kind of holding me back a little bit, but it's Don't it's still a solid hard eight. A metal eight. When you, you metal, got the metal, metal Mario, Mario eight, yeah. yeah. The metal Mario sank. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'm more with X on this one. I'll give it a, a solid eight and a half. Anything uh, special that gives you the eight point five uh, flavor? Just a lot of fun times, great animation, and I think the, the story was it. It was perfect for what it was. Uh, good runtime for me. I I don't feel like Zach where you think it's a like too rushed yeah, almost, but um, I don't know. I just had a, a, a fun time with it, and I I actually want to see it again. Yeah. So. Would you think of Would you think of the the, the standout uh, possible Oscar nomination song, Peaches? Oh, that that's what I want to win. <laughs> peaches, 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 peaches. I have it. I I uh, downloaded the song. Uh, the album's on all streaming platforms. <laughs> Hell yeah! Just put it on repeat. Oh my god! <laughs> so stupid. His torture scene, like Luigi's torture scene, was hilarious. You think all the people would just look at me with a little, with the same like letter on my on the top of their hat, huh? <laughs> that was that was good. That was really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, plus makes you want to play Mario, so it, it did its job. Oh my god! I remember all the Kamek. Anytime Kamek did his stuff, they used the sound effect from Super Mario World. This is perfect. Oh, Everything. They everything. just they just took it. They didn't lastly, lastly, Anthony. Oh man! So this movie, like, it was just like joy watching it the whole time. Um, yes, I know that the story was whatever, but like I've mentioned before, like I don't think there's probably like one or two Mario games where like I thought the story was cool and I I enjoyed the game for its story. But the Mario games, like the gameplay, is the king. Like the games are have been lasting for how many years? Almost Dude, thirty something years. The gameplay almost tells the story. Yeah, the like the games are just fun to play, and because of the gameplay, that's well, the, what, the original came out in nineteen eighty-five, I think. Five or eighty-six, somewhere around that yeah. time. So, so it's been almost, almost, almost 30, 40 years. 40 almost years, forty years. Yeah, forty years. Yeah. So just the uh, between the animation, the music. The voice acting was great. It didn't detract at all because they all did a great job. Maybe Funky Kong, uh, except for Funky Kong. Funky Not Funky, Kong I'm sorry, Cranky, Cranky. Cranky, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I had a smile on my face the whole time watching this movie. Yeah. I felt like, uh, yeah, this movie was made for, for kids and it was made for fans. So if you're an adult who has not played the games or doesn't know anything about Mario, you probably won't like this movie. If but if you're anyone who knows something about Mario, you'll probably like this movie. Uh, me, a bunch of my friends, Xavier, anybody our age, we all—I'm sure we all love this movie. Absolutely. And then even the generation under us, which is Danny and Zach, I'm sure they—they they all love the movie. Like it's—it's it's, these games are multi-generational, and it's like it's made for all these people who have just been fans of these games for all these years, and so it's just like. A weird for me, it was like a weird, not out of body experience. It was like a, it's almost yeah, like it was validating. like a, like, it hey. was like a, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was like, like this thing that like I've been playing for it's years. Happening. It's just like on the screen, kind of like how I've been feeling for 
20 years watching the Marvel movies. Like, ever since, like, the first Spider-Man came out or the first X-Men, like, when those movies came out, it blew my mind because I was like, I used to watch these cartoons when I was a kid, and, like, now they're popular movies that people actually like. I, like, I thought I was, like, a nerdy little kid that nobody liked these things, and now everybody likes these things. So, now I'm hoping Being that... nerdy and geeky is cool. Yeah, now I'm hoping that this movie, it's probably gonna... People are saying it's safe. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, like, the best safe you can be because they like we've been saying they did their homework they did so many easter eggs and so many things that would make fans happy and make kids happy and that's what this was for and like they're gonna make a safe 1.5 billion probably on this movie and so they could easily make 10 more safe movies if they want but they're probably actually gonna make them better like this is to me the easiest best video game movie that's ever been made um, because it's so close to the source material it's like who know? Who knew that you uh, produced a movie with the guy who created the game, and like sit down and make a decent story and do all this fan service on it? That like, oh man, you'll make a lot of money on this thing. The same thing just happened with Last of Us. How good is that show? Because the creator of the game was, was actually like part of the show. So he it's like, I'm hoping this is a new trend with future video game adaptations that's like maybe use the people that actually made the games for your shows or movies because so far it's been working and i'm really hoping to see the second or whatever however many movies that they're gonna do from this um they could easily start a nintendo universe maybe a zelda zelda movie maybe a i'm sure they're gonna do a donkey Kong movie i, since I think he's I already in somewhere it. yeah i read somewhere that uh i don't know if it, it was just like yeah, talked they... about but they want to do a donkey Kong spinoff with good rogan uh returning of course yeah that would be great so, and then a potential i think charlie day said he wanted to do like a Luigi's Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. yeah good they, they could do also any of these things. like they, you have so many different options that you, I know. I, I, they could do a, a star fox movie my too. only concern is Either Illumination has to get bigger or Nintendo has to branch out and use other companies because Assets, this yeah, movie yeah. took six years for them to make. The next one shouldn't take as many Was years. Was it really six yes. years? Oh, From man. conceptual concept and announcing yeah. to actually the, coming out. Hopefully, Damn. the next one doesn't take six years. But if they want to start building this universe kind of like Marvel does, then maybe maybe try it within the next two to three years. Maybe get like two Nintendo movies out in the next like three years. And they're going to start making lots of money. If they have this quality, the animation, the music, and you can make a safe to great story and still probably get lots of money from it, I think it will be great. But, yeah, um, I couldn't stop smiling watching this movie. Um, I liked it better than the Sonic movie. Sonic 2 came really close because Sonic 2 Sonic was, two is, had a lot of fan service and Sonic yeah, 2 was great. For, and in service of the story. But yeah. my the but difference is, is Sonic 2 has the problem where a lot of other uh, IPs do kind of like Transformers where they have to include humans into the stories and then you're like half, half mm-hmm. of this movie or the majority of this movie is about the humans and not about the characters that you're going to see. This is straight up a Mario movie and it's about mario and the and mario Luigi. characters yeah and so it's like this is what people want just like when this new transformers movie comes out i'm sure a lot of it will be cool because it's about like the, the, robots. the beasts and the robots but they're still the human characters but whatever so yeah I, i'm gonna give this movie like a nine it was just like i've watched it twice it was just as cool the second time 
the, there were more kids the second time I watched it. Kids were loving it. Nice. Before they even went to the Rainbow Road, when they jumped off the track, a little kid goes, they're going to the Rainbow Road! And then they land on the Rainbow Road. So, like, this kid, like, called, <laughs> it, knew. He <laughs> called it out. He knew exactly <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. Um, knows what's up. <laughs> what a legend. For real. Um, legend. But, yeah, it's just like, yeah, they could easily make something like this again, but I'm pretty sure they're going to hear some of the criticism, and they'll probably make a somewhat decent or good story next time and i'm all for it and less licensed music yeah yeah yeah. please the thing is i think i think you guys mentioned uh, that that's a thing that elimination does that they have a lot of licensed music in their movies yeah if you watch like despicable me and Minions, i'm sure you're you're in a lot of yeah but they can also they can take a book a page out of the how to train your dragon book and do none of that Please yeah. no, the, but the music was can, so good. I can. All, I also thought about this uh, closing remarks on how awesome the movie is. It even the times where like you know Mario was getting just uh, like molly whopped everywhere and like almost falling over, getting knocked out, getting hit, and just like falling over. Like he'd have his like Mamma Mia moments. Mm-hmm. The, like that was like, slow it was, motion twice. I think. Did, I think what was really cool about that is that it kind of, it, it took me back to like points in the game where like you would. Be, you know, uh, go through a level and then you go through something hard and you get hit, oh, you lose a life. Mm-hmm. And you go lose a life again. So, like, then he... Like, he fell on the lava he, and he jumps up and he's screaming, Mamma Mia. Yeah. yeah. Like, the the whole cool thing about that is that he is, like, it's it's a tie-in to the game of just, like, you're determined, like, oh, you're just going to keep going and keep going until you get through the level or you get through the obstacle. Uh, and they found a way to incorporate that theme into the over, overall theme of the movie. So, uh, again, yeah, big shout-outs to to illumination and the entire crew for that i think mean, that was very clever that that at least hit me personally that's the last thing i thought of i was like damn it's really cool they did that so uh if you listen to us for you know this good chunk of time going you know all in uh the warp tube of mario thank you because you know as you all heard we really love this movie if somehow you heard this and just a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense to you and you haven't seen the movie yet what are you doing please uh finish this episode and watch the movie go watch it if you have kids, take your kids. Uh, you might like it. If you don't think you'll like it, you might like it because your kids will like it. So, kids, yeah. grandkids, or if you're in your 30s, 40s, 40s people are bound to have a good time. My it, sister's 41. Prob- she loved it. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy it because you probably played one of these games at some point in your life. So, Dude, even my sister was like, dude, that's the thing from Mario 3. Like, the, the like, thing is, the characters so recognizable. Like, even your parents probably know who Mario is. Like, I, you know, dude, I, I was, went with my parents uh, yeah. for my brother's birthday on the weekend, and, and they enjoyed it. They liked it a lot Excellent. because they've been watching us play these games for <laughs> 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> That's too good. And they find it like, oh, wow. Then they see something better. Like, yeah, that's they, why they play this. They definitely this. know like, a lot of the music from it. So, like, they... Just the imagery. It's like, yeah, this is just, like, the things that I see my kids play. If, if Nintendo's great at one thing, aside from making iconic video games, it's the music. Any Nintendo game you play, the 100%. Any Nintendo great. game. It doesn't have to just be a Mario game. It could be Mario. It could be Donkey Kong, Pokemon, It could be Legend Zelda, of Zelda. It could be like, anything. Yeah. I, you know, in the immortal, in, you know, Koji Kondo, man. In the immortal words of Meek Mill, I used to pray for times like this. Like, this is wonderful. And so, uh, again, go out, watch the movie again. You know, we're just, we're not shills for Universal or anything, but it's just the movie's that awesome. Don't listen to the haters, just enjoy it. It's yeah, a fun time. Go in there and enjoy it. Uh, thanks so much again for tuning in. Go ahead and follow us on Popcorn Watchlist on those plat- media platforms because you'll see more polls going through. You can be part of the conversation, part of the excitement, part of the, even the debate sometimes. 
Uh, go ahead, give us a like, subscribe. We even have these clips uh, shown up on YouTube. So check it out there as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, until next time, let's go. <laughs> See ya. Later. Wahoo!